Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. I, uh, <clears throat> slow drivers, man. There's got to be something done. <laughs> I, uh, I was coming up out of my road, so I come off of a private road onto a small country road onto another small country road onto what you would call a main road in Maine. <clears throat> and I'm sitting at the entrance of the main road, and I've got a blinking yellow, or blinking red. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and there I see this car coming from the right. And uh, it looks close, so I stop. Was that a mistake? This car is going, I mean, it's a 45 through there. Car is probably going 35, 30, 35. And... Uh, so not only did I have to sit there and wait for this car to finally get past me, there's a line of traffic behind it. And it's just like, if you can't drive, stay home or figure something else out. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's a road here called 95. It's a highway. <clears throat> and it's three, <clears throat> excuse me, it's three lanes wide. And what I've noticed about Maine, uh, they, they don't have very good drivers here. Maine drivers are very slow, like encumbered, just, uh, I mean, there's a lot of old people in Maine, um, but it just, it's, it's bad. It's bad. Maine drivers suck. Um, they're, they're at the top of the naughty list for Maine. Um, case in point, my accident the other day, you know, now I don't have my truck for who knows how long some old dude thought he saw some little girl on the street you know anyways but uh yeah, there's this three lane highway and the amount of people that will just get their fat sloppy body and planted in the left lane and do the speed like the left the far left lane i just want to educate all of you in case there's some of you out there mostly women that don't know how this works especially <clears throat> like you don't do the speed limit in the passing lane you exceed the speed limit by at the minimum five to seven over at the that's at the that's just so you can get out execute a pass quickly and get back into the right lane if it's a three-lane highway if you're in the far left lane you should be in my opinion doing 10 to 15 to 20 over most people on 95 between you know uh, Portland and Boston will be doing 85 to 90 miles an hour the speed limit is 70 that's how it should be but what happens is is you get some mouth-breathing troglodyte in the far left lane that does 73 that is a crime punishable by death so don't do it. So everybody that's listening to me, couple tips. Two-lane highway, five to ten over. Three-lane highway in the left lane, I think 15. should be close to 15 or more over. Okay? 15 or more over. In the far, If you're going to travel in the far left lane. You don't want to be in the far left lane, that's fine. You can make your pass in the middle lane. Just don't go in the far left lane going five over or three over or at the speed limits. Yesterday, I'm trying to get to my IV drip, and there's somebody in the far left lane. Far left lane, there's three lanes of traffic, and you're in the far left lane going 70 miles an hour. And guess who it was? <clears throat> Subaru, Biden sticker, 
white hair. It's always those tight-lipped women with the white hair. It's like they've aged harshly. I think that's what turns a lot of women liberal is the harsh aging process. Because for a woman, men become more valuable over time. Nobody, like, you. this is why you don't often or ever find very attractive older women. Like, you would never find very rarely, because there's always an exception, very rarely are you going to find a smoking hot 25-year-old female with an 18-year-old boy. It's always the other way around. Always. 25-year-old male, 18-year-old girl, right? Why? Because men, as they age, when they're young, they're invaluable. They're young, they're inexperienced, they usually don't have money, they'd be lucky to have a car or their own apartment. They don't have the things, the type of security that women want. But what do women have? Beauty. They've got the nubile bodies of young age, right? (laughs) What happens over time? It flip-flops. So I think you see a lot of these women over time, they start to see themselves in the mirror. They start to see the aging process and uh, it embitters them because then they're not getting the same attention from males anymore. Uh, And I think that does a number on the female psyche, especially when you were relatively attractive at one point. So I think think that's why there's so many like white liberal women is because, you know, when you're a young girl and you're pretty, you can get whatever you want. (laughs) You get free drinks at the bar. You don't have to pay to get into the frat parties. You don't have to pay cover for clubs. You know, you get brought up to bottle service sections. All you got to do, if you're a hot girl, you're smoking hot, you get your little push-up bra and your little tight pants or your skirt, whatever. I don't know, whatever hot girls wear. I'm too old to be talking about this stuff. But, (laughs) you know, and you go to a club, all you got to do is get inch your way up close to the VIP sections. You catch some guy's eye that's up there buying bottles, boy, he's going to ask you to come right up. And all you have to do is sort of pretend you think you're interested in them and not be interested at all. <clears throat> right? So you get all these things. Life is typically a little bit more fair. Many people would say it's the opposite. Oh, it's, a, it's the patriarchy. Life is infinitely more fair to women than it is to men. Um, and there's no better evidence of this than... Uh, I don't remember the name of the book. It's like My Life as a Man. or so, It's along those lines. So this girl, this woman, I don't know if she had surgery or what, but she basically transitioned to a man or dressed up, cosplayed as a man um, for a number of years. And she ends up killing herself. She wrote a book first, but she ends up killing herself. She ends her life. This is a real thing. There's a book out there. She wrote a book on it and just the loneliness and the way that the world treats men. Men are very, very expendable. <clears throat> the dirty, dangerous jobs, warfare, it's all men. <clears throat> it's interesting when you see these these wars. They, they did this PSYOP with the Ukrainian war. They had a bunch of hot Ukrainian women like you know all dressed up and they were saying that these women were getting all these kills you know what i mean oh she's got 37 confirmed kills and it's all bullshit 
Because who are they really trying to attract? They're trying to attract young men. You know what I mean? Because the young men are the ones that are really going to go and die. And the, and the unfortunate thing about it is a lot of these women, women have no place in law enforcement or warfare. No place. Uh, number one, because of just the vast physical differences between men and women are just vast. Um, and number two, the atrocities. I shudder to think of what would happen to a female prisoner of war. I'm just, you know, I, I, this is graphic, but female prisoners of war get gang raped over and over and over and over and over again. For what? So that you could say that you want... It's like, what? Is it really worth it? You know what I mean? So it's just... It's terrible. It's absolutely atrocious. I would never... People are like, well, what happens when your daughter grows up and she would, she would never want to, first of all? Because she's not going to ra be raised to want to be a man. Okay? She's going to be raised to want to embrace her feminine nature. Okay? I think that a lot of it, these, these women that get into these hyper-masculine roles... Um, their father and their mother both equal parts failed them. Because a, a woman that's... And there's going to be some women in listening to me that are going to find this highly offensive. But it's, that's fine. It's just a reality. Something that's not normal. That's not normal. It's like a guy wanting to grow up to be at daycare. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just strange. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I mean? What's wrong with you that you want to watch little kids all day? That's not a normal thing for a man to want to do. Well, our babysitter, Jeff, was a really... Jeff, your babysitter? You know how strange that sounds? It just sounds touchy-feely. <laughs> What's going on with Jeff that he wants to be around little kids? You know? Like, I would never, ever hire a male nanny a male daycare director, a male, you know what I mean? Not that my kids would ever be in daycare. Never. In a million years. We had a really nice moment yesterday and uh, we were out to eat at this new restaurant called Yoked in um, Wyndham. Hold on, these cans things rolling around in the damn car. Okay. Uh, we went to <laughs> We went to this new restaurant. These cans rolling around on my floor, just making these ridiculous scratching, clinking noises. We went to a nice restaurant, this new restaurant called The Oat and Window. We're super surprised. The outside of it looks like it's going to be like a dingy little diner, and the inside was like a really nice. It looked, it had like a gastro pub vibe to it, but it wasn't a gastro pub. It's all like. They call it yoked because everything's got chicken in it. They got like pictures of chickens everywhere. But it's super nice, really nice joint. Nice bar. Nice seating area, but nice ambiance. Great menu. The food was amazing. But uh, you know, I uh, we get there, and you know, Geneva and I take turns. So like, Geneva's food got delivered, so I took Ada, and I'm feeding Ada her her little buttered noodles, right? And uh, so I'm feeding her, I'm feeding her, I'm feeding her, and then Geneva's pretty much done with her. So I think she got like a lentil soup, whatever you call it, soup, potato and leek. That's what it is, <laughs> soup. And uh, so Geneva got close to finishing that, so we swapped. My food came, and I uh, started pounding down my food because if you eat with kids, if you're out eating with kids, you know you're on a timer, right? 
So I start pounding down my food and you know, and Geneva's up walking Ada around now. And this older lady next to her, she must have been in her 60s, I'd say, fifth, late 50s, early 60s. She comes up to Geneva and she's like, do you mind? And she took Ada. Which, you know, the hair always kind of bristles up on your neck. It's hard to explain unless you have kids, especially babies. Um, when a stranger comes near your kids, you just automatically... I just, for me at least, I bristle up a little bit. You know what I mean? I get a little on edge. You know, I was watching this lady as she, she kind of like took Ada and she wandered over to the door and I had one foot pointed at her. <laughs> like, if you make a move for that door, it's gonna, you're going to die here in this restaurant. <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous things that I think. This is how I think all the time. If you wonder why I'm always angry and high strung, this is how I see the world. I see the world for what it is. Violent. You know what I mean? But anyways, so I got one foot foot pointed towards this lady. I'm watching her out of the corner of my eye, right? And she's holding Ada and Ada's looking at her. And all of a sudden this lady, this, she was the sweetest lady in the world, by the way. Absolute just sweetheart. Um, I, I was watching her look at Ada and I just felt like, a, like an acceptance, like a peace. And the lady starts singing just very lowly, like humming. You could tell she probably like sung in the church choir or something like that, had to. And Ada just put her little head on this lady's chest and it was the most adorable. So, you know, my wife and I were able to eat a little bit more. We got boxes and checked out and all that. But um, I don't remember what the point of the story was, but something about dudes being with kids and, and women wanting to go fight wars. <laughs> How backwards is that? You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, it was just, it was really sweet to watch this. And uh, the lady did a great job with her. And you could just tell, man, this woman's been a mother, you know, probably a grandmother. You could just see she's like a vet. She was a veteran, you know. And uh, it was just, it was really cool. But it just goes to show you, like, if it were a random dude, there's no chance. There's no chance. Zero percent. Oh, do you mind if I hold her? No. Sorry. Just No. <laughs> Not even sorry, just no. Um, and it's just that that those gender roles are so important. It's just such a normal part of a healthy functioning society. Which our society now is neither healthy nor functioning. Did you guys get to see uh, Epstein's client list yet? <sighs> Lots of names in it. Some had sex with kids, some didn't. So for those of you that don't know what all of this is, so Epstein and Glazane Maxwell were Mossad spies. And what they would do is they would get high-ranking government officials, politicians, billionaires. They would get close to these people and party with them and take them on extravagant trips. And I'm sure everybody's doing drugs and drinking and all the other stuff that the cabal does. And what they would do is they would get these people to have sex with little girls and little boys. For what? Leverage. If you got a videotape of some, you know, a high-ranking U.S. official having sex with a little girl, you could do whatever you want to that person. You can make that person vote for whatever you want to vote. You can make that person campaign for whatever you want to get. Or you can get that person out of politics altogether. Hey, Jim, your time's up. Well, what do you mean? You're not running this year. Oh, why not? Well, here you go. Here's a videotape. Here's some audio of you getting a massage from a 13-year-old girl. Oh. So that's that's why this all happened. 
So these two would go around and win these people over and get them to have sex with kids so they had leverage. Um, and I think, who does Mossad work for? So, okay, anyway, so, oh, 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 there we go again with the small percentage of the population that seems to have vast amounts of control over the rest of us. Oh, interesting. But, um, <laughs> so you see these names coming out on this list, man. And it's Bill Clinton, the CEO, the, the Hyatt Hotels, billionaire, uh, David Copperfield, Prince Andrew, at name after name, another big CEO, uh, a French movie star and politician, um, a, a U.S. governor, another U.S. Uh, house rep. I mean, it is just... What's everybody going to do? What are we going to do about this? My fellow Americans. My fellow humans. My fellow men. We get up and we go to work every day. And many people, I believe, are at their core good people just trying to survive. There's many people. There are many good people in this country that get up. They go to work every day, they do their job, they do it well, they go home, they raise their kids, and many people can't pay their bills. They have no savings. They're complete slave to their next paycheck. Why? Not because of inflation. That's a problem for sure. That's definitely a factor, but that's not the root of it. Not because gas prices, not, be, not because any of this. It's because we pay 40 to 50% of each of our paychecks back to a government that is infested with child abusing pedophiles. The government is rife with sick, twisted, demented, perverted child efforts. And here we are getting up and going to work every day so we could pay our taxes. You know, you see this time and time again, Nancy Pelosi's worth tens of millions of dollars. The Obamas are worth tens of millions of dollars. All these people, they get into politics. And all of a sudden they're multi, multi-millionaires. Some of them hundreds of millions of dollars. Pelosi might be worth a couple hundred million dollars, her and her husband, now that I think of it. How does that happen? How? They insider trade, yet they want to tax our capital gains. The single mom with two kids can't afford her rent. These people are flying private jets all over the world, but telling us we're the ones at fault for carbon emissions. We're going to take your gas stove and your gun and put you in an electric car that we can shut off at any moment. We're going to shove you into a 15-minute city like the stupid tax-paying cattle that you are. The same way that these mega farms, these industrial farming complexes that treat animals so horrifically you see some of these farms, they're not farms, 
their slaughter dens, their dens of suffering and misery, what they do to these cows and these chickens and these pigs that are all crammed into pens where they can barely move side to side. They have no quality of life. They're living in their own filth. That's how they look at us. That's how they view us. Cram these dirty pigs into a bunch of pens. Let them just wallow in their own filth. Take away their meat. You think, you know what they had at this summit? The summit that they had recently where the UN said that they were gonna, that they're gonna ask us to start cutting back in the United States on our beef consumption. You know what they had? They had lobster tail and filet mignon. So they're sitting there talking about how we need to eat less meat, but they're eating filet mignon and lobster tail. This, I don't mean to give you guys so many angry episodes in a row, but something has to change. These people need to be pulled from their homes, stripped naked, flogged until they're almost dead, and then hung. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. These politicians, these billionaires, these celebrities. I shared a picture uh, of Jared Leto yesterday. Jared Leto at 42 years old and 52 years old. How do these how do these celebrities end up looking younger in their 50s and 60s? How is that possible? From a scientific standpoint, from an entropy standpoint, we are our cells, our bodies decay over time. How the hell does somebody look younger or the same in their 50s and 60s as they did in their 30s? Do you know of any normal person, regardless of how well they take it? Let me just ask you all this. Do you know any normal person, like you and me, that looked younger in their 50s and 60s than in their 30s? No. Now we know people that age well, but that's the thing, they age, right? How does Jared Leto and Count Leto and countless others? I was, you know, my wife loves Carrie Underwood, and we were watching her the other night. And I just looking at her eyes, she's like, "Oh man, I love her." I'm like, "Yeah, she doesn't have a soul." You look at Jared Leto's eyes in that picture I shared yesterday. He doesn't have a soul. There's nothing there. What deal did they make? And again, it goes back to this whole adrenochrome thing. And how do they make adrenochrome? They torture children. That's how they make it. It's like, this This is what they do in the dog festivals in these shitty third world Asian countries. But you guys know, my only beef with Asians is how they treat animals. They believe that the more that the dog suffers, the better the meat tastes. And that's exactly what these people do to kids. It's like, oh, you know what it comes, and they, and they show us. This is going to sound crazy to some of you. This is going to sound crazy to some of you, but they always show us what they're doing. How about they made a Netflix show about a chemical spill in Ohio, and then there was a chemical spill in Ohio. And where I'm getting at with this, you want to know where the adrenochrome, you know where they've had that right in front of our face? Monsters, Inc. Yep. 
Your little innocent, innocent show, Monsters, Inc., right in front of our face. What do they do? They bottle the screams of the children to run their society. And these elites, these sickos, these pedophiles torture kids. And I don't know what they extract. Uh, some, some of you right now listen to me think I'm nuts. I'm telling you, this all connects. I used to think the same thing two, three years ago. You'll see it now. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, there are scenes where they've, you know, remember Pizzagate? All these emails between Hillary Clinton and, and Glissane Maxwell and all these, they're all talking about pizza, ordering pizza. Remember on Wayfair when they were selling uh, cabinets that were $40,000 named after missing children? The cabinets were named after missing kids. Pillows that were $15,000 called Jamie's Pillow and Jamie's been missing for a year. All right in front of our faces. Right in front of our faces. And here we are. Like I said before, many of you are listening to me on your way to work or on your way home from work or maybe on a lunch break or I don't know, maybe you're off today. Maybe it's a weekend, you're catching up on the episodes. But many people right now, I'm driving through traffic, all these people are scrambling to get to work so that they could pay 40 to 50%, if not more, of their income. Taxes and fees and registration and this and that. You got to get a license for this and you got to get a license for that. And you have to get this registered and you got to file this paperwork and you got to all while these people are effing kids. So it's not good. I'm going to take you guys to the ATM walk with me so I could get cash from my instructor. You know why? Because F your taxes. It's, uh, this stuff is heavy. It's tough to listen to, man. It's really tough to listen to, but it's very, very true. It's very, very true. And it's going to sound crazy, and many of you are going to disagree with me, and you're going to think I'm, I'm crazy, and blah, blah, blah. There's no way. I'm telling you, they always tell us what they're going to do before they do it. They're always going to, they're going to tell us what they do before they do it. Every single time. It's a nasty, sick, messed up world that we live in, man. And the reason why I talk about it is not to complain. Is that I want to get you thinking correctly about this. I want to get you, your mind, where it needs to be. Because this all needs to change. This all needs to change. I can't just go disappear in the woods when I know that there's children out there suffering. Because when I look at my daughter's eyes and I think about somebody doing something like that to her. The, I can't describe to you. I can't put it into words. The rage that I feel. 
the just violent, the white, it's just like a white hot rage. It's inexplicable. I think about how our courts and justice system are just all effed up and backwards. That everything is just infested with bureaucracy and fraud and lies. That now you can look at this. There's, I mean, even just something like this the other day. I see an article, a woman in Florida suing Hershey's for $5 million because her Halloween candy didn't, didn't look like a bat like it was advertised. The Reese's cup that she got that was supposed to look like a bat for Halloween didn't look like it. She pulled up, opened the pack, and now she's filing a lawsuit. It's all these dumbass women that can just file, file lawsuits. And it's just the whole thing. It's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Why do you say dumbass women file lawsuits? The reason why it says caution hot on your coffee at McDonald's is because some dumbass woman burnt herself. And it just, it allows, it's just the whole stupid, too many, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mix between elites having sex with kids and having too much power and the average stupid person having access to resources they shouldn't have access to and being able to do things they shouldn't be able to do. There, there has to be, I'm almost like pro-caste system. Because I really do believe that there are just fundamental differences between people and we are not all equal. The whole we're all equal thing is bullshit. It's all bullshit. Again, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I agree that every person has a right to life. I agree that everybody has a, a, a right to freedom, personal freedom, like bodily autonomy. And that doesn't mean that you get to kill your baby, by the way. The moment you put a penis in your vagina and let that penis ejaculate inside of you, you have voluntarily given up your bodily autonomy. So shut your mouth and stop being a whore. We're, and, and the pursuit of happiness. The key word being pursuit. Again, I want to talk about that. Pursuit of happiness. It does not mean that you deserve to be happy. It means you deserve. you get a chance to be. Which is a tough pill for most people to swallow. So that's enough ranting for me today. I love you guys. Goodbye.